0: Morning Vine Church Can we just stand for a wee moment please I tell you why, it's just a wee bit cool And uh, one of the fastest ways to warm yourself up is to move So why don't you put your hands together and applaud the Lord Jesus For 60 seconds, as wild as you can Because if the church is no wild, it's dead You've got to get wild guy, you've got to get risky You've got to get crazy Come on boys, come on boys, faster, 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 faster that's the that's way to do it. Hannah Boy shown us. So, good morning. And um, what, what an honour to come and follow Alan from last week. Uh, Alan preached a stormer called The Return of the King. I always try to honour the people I've preached before, but I'm not very good at it. And so I was tempted to call this The Return of the Crimson King. But you know when somebody makes a beautiful cake, how easy is it to destroy it by putting what you think would improve it? So I've got a new title, uh, Hanging by a Threed. In Scotland uh, we say "thread." beyond that we see Thread, Hanging by a Threed. Introduction. Is there anybody else out there or online who wakes up in the morning sometimes feeling you started the week well, but so many things have gone wrong in your family, or your life, or your business, or your health. And you look in the mirror, you know, five to six in the morning, trying to get yourself, and hear a wee voice laughing at e you, and you say, I have got you now. You're hanging by your thread, son. You're hanging by your thread. And guess what? Guess how it works? It works like this. You watching this, boys? It works like this. You're, online, you might want to see this, but this is actually a red treat. You're hanging by a thread, and you start your day, and you think, no, no, I'm going to smash it. And the first person that texts you, the first person that speaks to you, it just feels like you're ghost. But what have I convinced you today? We sang that song at his well. What if you, what if God showed up and touched you today and you could genuinely leave this building today saying, do you know what? I'm more well in my soul right now in this moment than I've ever been. Such is the power of God. And what if I could convince you that God's intention is that you live your life hanging by a thread? Oh no, 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 not the one the devil has put up for us, but a crimson red thread that no man could cut, no demon could cut. A crimson red thread that runs all the way through the Bible that if you hang on to will not only save you, but it will bring the provision for every single need you're ever going to have. And you're never going to panic ever again, even if you're told you've only got one hour to live, son. People who say that to you, they mean well. Well, maybe not so well, but, but you know, they say that because they're hanging by the wrong thread. But if you're hanging by God's thread, if you're hanging by a different thread and, and beaten to a different drum, When that is said to you, you don't even flinch for a cynic. You don't panic when things go wrong. Because you know that before the beginning of time, there was a thread, a plan put in place for you and I to hang on to. And that's my challenge today, to convince us. And so, our faith can rock it when we see that before the beginning of time, God had a grand design. A grand design to have you in the palm of his hand before he even knew him. A grand design to carry you through every problem. And of course, he knew the devil was going to screw it up in the the book, in Genesis, but, but he had in his plan a scarlet crimson thread in other words, a redemption plan that will carry you through, no matter what the devil threw at you. Oh, excuse me if I get a wee bit excited. You know, people have said I'm over the top. No, 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 no. I'm not over the top. I'm way, way, way beyond that. Crazy, crazy. And there's the only way to live. Whatever you do, be crazy about it and do your best. So, secondly, this crimson thread that runs all the way through the Bible literally guarantees that your past and present and future is firmly in the hand of God. You should never panic. There's no reason to panic if we genuinely feed on the word of God. Thirdly, this is just introduction. I'll let you know when I'm starting to preach. The crimson thread has purchased for you for each single one of us, what I'm calling the rat of the day. Stuart said to me as I was getting up to preach, I'm here for a feast. Tim Thompson, Mel, and James were walking into Asda yesterday, and Tim said to me, Jimmy, I'm starving. I thought, poor soul, Mel's that busy, she's no feeding the Lord he I'm starving, and I'm heading in here for the wrap of the day. Have you ever floated through Asda on wings thinking, what just happened there? I hope you've got some people in your life that when you meet them, every time you meet them, it just gives your soul a lift. But I couldn't get that statement out of my head. So I hope you've come here starving, I mean really desperate, really starving, really hungry for a wrap of the day from the living God. Oh, what are you telling me, Jimmy? You don't tell me God's got a wrap for me? Well, here's the thing. Zephaniah says in 3.17, it says this. God takes great delight in you. What you got to worry about? God takes great delight in you. He will quiet you. When the storms are going and your brain's fried and Texas and hell, He will quiet you. He'll give you that peace and quietness that you're screaming for with His love. Now here's, here comes His rap song that He had in place before the beginning of time. He will rejoice over you with singing. Well, that's good enough for me. I'm taking that daily rap song because... Here's the thing, when you come to Jesus each day to feed on him, as the Bible encourages us to do, he has a new download for you. He has a new instruction for your day. He's a new verse on the rap song he had in mind before the beginning of time. Told you it was a bit crazy. But if if he's going to sing over us, do you think he's going to sing, your Auntie Mary's had a canary up the ligger drawers? Nah. <laughs> it's just not meaningless. It's, he's going to sing. He's going to bring something that feeds you, stirs you. How many can remember that song? Do you know, I used to look for Auntie Mary, you're going to... Can you hear that? Canary. But anyway. <laughs> But God sent his son Jesus, the crimson king, to purchase you with his blood, the crimson thread, so that you could receive a new verse on your rap song every day and never, ever, ever go starving again. so that man out, Mel. <laughs> so next time the devil whispers to you, you're hanging by your thread. You turn around and say, you bet I am. And this treat. You know, how many of you are celebrating the new grandchild of Sally and Alan Kelly and Hannah and George Dick? (laughs) Chrissy Page. Chrissy Page. What a great thing. Well, I hope we're going to turn a page today. Congratulations, guys. I was thinking about it. I go crazy when I read the Bible. I jump in the stories. And one of the first places the crimson thread shows up is when two wee twins were being born. And one of them, it's brilliant, he stuck his hand out. Can you imagine George Dick going, oh for goodness hey, hey, excuse me, stop this. I know you're all desperate to get this baby but I'm just going to tie a wee scarlet thread on this bairn's wrist. So that we can, if it pulls its hand back in, we know which one of the twins was first born. The baby was called Jacob. Can you imagine? Some of the stories in the Bible are just so bizarre. And I've tried to analyze them for 50 years, but, but the Lord rebuked me. So he says, Quit analyzing and start appetizing, Jimmy. Quit, quit analyzing because there's nothing, none of it. The Bible says that we, receive, we see everything like puzzling reflections in a mirror. So at its best, you're going to see a puzzling reflection. But if you swap, you're analysing it for appetising and get hungry for a new rap song. Hungry for the rap of the day. Where have you been, Tammy? Have you been away for another bacon roll, sir? What's going on? So anyway, you're hanging by a sheet. <laughs> a crimson shred. What's a saying? Bizarre. What a saying is that the crimson king is on his way. That scarlet thread is a symbol of the blood of Jesus that's coming to buy back for you and me everything God intended for you and me before the beginning of time. Let's give it up for the living God. There's another bizarre story in Joshua 2. When the spies, two spies had gone into the land, the land found out the spies that were there, and every single one of them was out to kill them. Out to kill the spies. And there's nowhere they go except a prostitute's house. Not to be recommended, but anyway, that's, that's how they found themselves. And so, talk about somebody's life hanging by a thread. But God reveals to them of a better thread. Here it is. Then, then, then Rahab's house was built into the town. She let them down by a rope through the window. Escape to the hill country, she told them. So the only way they could escape is if she put a rope out of the window and they could lower themselves down. Again, another symbol. Another symbol that you're never gonna be ghosted if there's a rope hanging at your window. Let's get, it gets better. Hide there for three days, then when you've returned, go on your way. But before the two spies left, they told her, we are bound by oath and taken upon these instructions. When we come into the land, you must leave the scarlet thread, King James Version, the scarlet thread some verses say the scarlet throat, rope. This thread was a strong. The scarlet thread hanging from the window from which you let us down. So that when the city was completely destroyed, she was saved because of the crimson thread. What if you had an image that your life was not hanging by the thread you think it's hanging by but it's hanging by a thread it's the most powerful powerful thread symbol in history we know as the blood of Jesus a symbol that the Crimson King the blood of Jesus was coming not only to rescue you and me, but to provide a thread for you and I to hang on to. But one day, the disciples came to Jesus and they, they begin to understand some of this. They're watching the miracles, they're watching the power of Jesus doing all kinds of miracles, but. There's something missing. They want to do the stuff that Jesus is doing. The, the language I'm using is they wanted the combination for the padlock. They could see him making the blind see, turn water into wine, but they're like, what's the combination for the lock? What do what we to change? And they asked Jesus how to pray. And most preachers tell you that Jesus answered with one, the Lord's Prayer, but he actually answered with two. He answered with two. Because he knew that they needed a main course. And another wrapped him. Luke 11, 1, 13 says, Jesus was praying in a place. When he finished, he said to the disciples, when you pray. So he gives them the Lord's Prayer, which is brilliant. But it's basically about getting your personal needs met. And that's good. And it's a confirmation that, If your trust is in the scarlet thread, in other words, the power of the blood of Jesus, your needs are taken care of. They are taken care of before the beginning of time, and there's a hand steering you. The crimson thread is, you know, when Stuart texts me, he says, Jimmy, there's a change of plans. I'm convening with you. I burst out laughing because I thought, well, maybe it is a change of plans, or maybe we found the real plan. Because the same crimson thread that led me onto a bus to PSV Eindhoven with Aaron to meet Rob Hannah, and Ewan and Stuart. The same crimson thread that caught us, excuse me, in a beer tent at midnight. No being in one sense, honestly. The same crimson thread that led Stuart's mum and dad to pray when Stuart was, let's just say, no, well, no say. Anyway. The same crimson thread that brought him to Albany Street, give his life to Jesus. It's the same crimson thread that got us to connect up here. Every step of your life is guided and led and protected by the crimson thread. Give it up to the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, guys. Come on, let's get some excited here. I got a call this week from a friend who's going to do the biggest multi-million promotion. At the Women's World Cup, millions of pounds are put into that, but he had a problem. Billionaire in America called me from via a friend. He said, "Jimmy, you're the only person I know can solve this." And I said, "What do you need?" He said, "I need you to get a hold of Nelson Mandela's daughter for me. We need a profile person." I burst out laughing. I was lying in my bed like a dog's breakfast thinking, "I don't have it in me to go to Stevens the Baker for a Brady right now." But guess what? I've got a crimson thread. I've got a crimson thread. And the crimson thread is a habit of coming up with the goods even when you're goosed. Michael Strachan, give it up for the Lord Jesus Christ for me on that one. Put your hands here, Come on, give us a, give us a. The par's won 4-0, no, come on. So, 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 The first prayer is sorted and then he comes into a brilliant one. It uh, comes into a brilliant one. And this one, this, the, the second prayer he brings to them is brilliant because it's prophetic and he's talking about the hour we live in. How many people know there is a time clock at Chicago University that was set the moment nuclear bombs were invented? And this is not Christians, by the way. This is not holy wallies or whatever. This is the cleverest scientists on the planet are looking at all the statistics, all the wars, all the troubles in the world, and each year they move the hand a minute. They move the hand. When they think, they think, nobody knows the Bible says the world's going to end, but the world's so goose in such a mess, guess where they put the hand in 2022? At one minute to midnight, 59th minute. Baby, church, Lindsay, Aaron, God was trying to give us a heads up about the 59th minute. Because Jesus said so, and here comes the second builder, which of you knows a man, which of you knows a man that goes to his neighbor's door at midnight and he asks for three loaves of bread, one for him, some for his friends. And suppose one inside says, didn't he bother me? The door's already locked and the bairns are in their bed. That's a King Jimmy version, by the way. The bairns are in the bed. The door is locked and I can't get up and give you in I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of the friendship, but because of your shameless audacity. Oh! Shameless audacity. Shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I ask you, see, ask, seek, and knock. And I got to cut about half of this out. So what is it saying here? It's saying what the clock in Chicago is saying. It's midnight, Whatever the Bible mentions midnight, Behave yourself. Whenever it mentions midnight, it's an urgency. It's letting you know Jesus is returning. Tim wrote a prophetic song this year. Must have taken him two minutes because there's only one verse in it, but it's a good song, Tim. What's it called, Tim, The Return? You gotta hear it. Even just, the, you gotta hear it, it's prophetic. Because do you really believe what Jesus said he's coming back one day? Do you believe that when he gave his crimson blood it was just by the by? No. And so so the message in here is not about ham sandwiches for your neighbors. The message is here is three things. We're in the 59th minute, guys. Government, education, business I mean, NHS, and now the dogs. Went into the court on Wednesday morning and the wee woman was desperate. I've got a charity, Mister. Only 10 quid a month. We're getting a thousand calls a day. A thousand people want to give their dog back they bought in a pandemic. You know we're in the last hours when the dogs are hanging by a thread. Never mind the humans. So the, the three co- things in the combination lock. Very quickly, Jesus is saying this. He said, change your posture, change your posture, change your posture, change your posture. If you truly believe, you a former PARS manager told me he got a job for a top, top club, I think it was an Italian club, and he was sent to some country, it took him hours and hours and hours to fly there, drive there, get there for the star young player. And as the players ran on the park, he said to the man who taxied him, let's go, I've seen enough. He said, the game's not started yet. He said, I've never signed a player with a losing posture in my life. So why am I going to send one now? And if you truly believe you're standing on the rock, he's got it all in hand. He's not going to fail you. You've purchased... Three Ps, posture, number one. So the posture went from ask and seek in the first prayer to knock. And when he says, when he says, asking for bread at midnight, what is the bread? Jesus. The bread is Jesus. So what this is saying is, your friends are in more trouble than you and me. And what he's saying, come to me. He gave a hint in the prayer. He says, give us our daily bread. The bread is Jesus. So what he's saying is we need to worship him and get in his face each morning and begin to praise him until we lay hold of the bread of his presence because we need it for ourselves and we need a couple of loaves for others. We need an overflow to give Jesus to others. Oh, it gets exciting. And, and, and so let's look beyond the, hand, the McDonald's wraps and let's see That God wants to put hunger in you for each, because the bread of his presence is every ingredient you need. All the peace you need, all the joy you need, all the healing you need, all the confidence you need, all the depression-busting cells you need, all the answers to prayer in your family, even though it's not maybe going to answer this year or the next, but to have that confidence that the bread of the presence The bread of the presence is now in you and will take care of business. He'll quiet you with his love. So this is a message for the church worldwide and for us individuals. Change your posture from hanging by a thread to hanging by a crimson thread. You got the goods when you don't feel like it. He's coming through for you when you don't think he is. He's sorting out the stuff in advance that you cannot see. He says he works in the unseen to bring it into the scene. So Second one, very quickly, Quickly, change your previous. Change your previous. One of my brothers, Brother Billy, was a naughty boy. He was up in court almost every second year. My mom used to go and plead his case. She actually had to spend a few yards saying he was a good boy. He's been doing the dishes. And the judge wasn't interested in any of it. He'd just say, how you got any previous, son? Have you got any previous? And you say, well, I've kind of got 21 convictions and three jail sentences. Right, 90 days in a clink. That was it. Everyone was hinged on your previous. It was brilliant. But the crimson thread took care of your previous and mine. If that's not enough to celebrate, we need to explode. He took care and he wiped with no convictions. We could stand before any judge and any person. But it gets better than that. Next time somebody says to you, you got any previous, son? You say, I got got previous that you can't even spell. Ephesians 1 says, before he made the world, he loved us and he chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Your previous looks something like that. Before the beginning of time, God sat down and wrote, designed your grand design. He is a grand design. He is a, we think we can oh, we'll join this football team, leave this football team, do this, do that. He is a grand design. It puts two people that used to be in a beer tent together on the same platform in this moment in history. Put them at the front door of us, the starving. The grand design. The grand design. Stop worrying about. Uh, a top leader said to me this week, Jimmy, I've been seeking God for two years of what the future of the church looks like. What the future of this looks, What the future. Listen, I said, I'm not interested in the future. I'm not even interested in the present. I respect everybody's teaching mindfulness. I'm just not into it. I'm into previous. I'm into previous. Because the Bible tells you, count your blessings, name them one by one. That's previous. That's previous. You write down and a hundred things God times he's come through for you, and He spared you and everything. That's previous. When He sat before the world began, and He had your purpose worked too. who you would marry worked out, where you would live worked out. What He had your grand design all thing. That's previous. And the Bible continually says, what about the saints of old that did this, 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 this? Previous. The promises of God were all put in place in your previous. And I, I encourage people with mindfulness works for it. Go for it. And I'm a visionary, go for it. But build it all on God's previous. His, his scarlet thread, Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus, was in the plan from beginning of time the redemption plan and you can hang on to that finally are we doing okay so far guys is it making sense well for for those that are it's not making sense don't you worry just don't you analyze just leave here more hungry for the bread the bread of jesus presence he's here he's here You know, when George Keenan, so good to see you, George. I was going to say, uh, back on your feet, George, but at the moment, you're just back on your dock, obviously, and we'll get you on your feet soon. But I was thinking about in the middle of the night. Daft things you think of when Lynn told me this brilliant story when he went into the hospital the first time. And you could say, the doubters would say, oh, he's hanging by a thread. But Lynn told me the story how the crimson thread was at work. And he met a relative of some kind and he hadn't talked for a while and I won't embarrass you by giving the details, George, but it was just a beautiful and I woke up and I thought the crimson thread, the hand of God, his love is taking care and guiding. Even when it looks like it all goes wrong, and the final one, the final one is change your position. Change your position. So 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 we're going to change our posture. We're going to change the previous. Let's stand together with the band up, please. And Moses said, Moses said, and I'm going to pray in a moment and I'm going to ask God for the power of his crimson thread, the blood of Jesus. To come through for you in the next few minutes like never before. And give you your hope back. Give you your confidence back. Put your crown back on your head you were wearing a couple of years ago. And the Lord has said to some of us, time to take your crown down. Time to put your crown back on again. Because the Crimson King, the Crimson King was sent to put you back in the place. Exodus 14, 13 says this. Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Who'd be willing to admit there have been moments where you've not just been afraid, but you've been extremely afraid in the last couple of years. Come on, be honest. Let's give it, let's see a few hands. You've had the moments. You've had the moments. The crimson king is saying, you don't have to do that. He's got the whole world in His hands. He's got the whole wide world in His hands. He's got the whole wide world in His hands. Boom. He's got you and me in His hands. He's got you and me in His hands. He's got you and me. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got your granny's canary in it. Nah, no, forget. So, don't be afraid. Here's, here's your position. Stop running around, panicking, striving, working out. How, how do I get this contract? How do I get this blessing? How do I get the next breakthrough? No, 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 no. Forget all that rubbish. He says, don't be afraid, stand still. And watch the bread. Watch the crimson king. Watch the blood of Jesus. that washed you clean. Watch the Lord come down. You take a few minutes in the morning. I love you Jesus. Feed on the bread. Get enough of the bread for yourself for us. The bread of his presence. It's why I love communion. Do I get it? I don't get hardly anything in the Bible. I I cry to God, God, could you not made me just a wee bit more brainy? All the brilliant theologians have got it all worked out, and I could hardly work out. I could hardly remember the names of the books of the Bible. Why could you not give me one of these great brains? And he said, because I wired you to be an appetizer and feed on my presence. And, And leave that stuff to the clever people. But I've wired you to be my son. I've wired you, I sent my Crimson King for you, and you, and you, and you. And there's nobody more important than I sent my Crimson King for, than you, and you, and you. You need to walk here like the most loved, the best feeling person in the world. And he says, just stand still when the trouble comes. And watch the Crimson King rescue you. The gypsons see you today. All those enemies and troublemakers that see you today, the people give, the Bible says, they'll never see you again. Because the posture, the defeated one, the weary one. I love going to the gym. I love going to the gym just to check out the postures. I promise you, 90% of the postures at 7 in the morning are goosed before they leave awake weight. I thought, how could you lift anything you can't even lift your chin neighbor. and that's me just talking to myself and here it is here it is while you're trying to analyse and diagnose and, 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 and try to exercise and get all the solutions the bible says the lord himself the crimson king the crimson king the crimson king will fight for you, for you. I had a friend when I started at the dockyard, I was the smallest guy, in I panicked because I had no work shoes. And I felt lower than a dog. I thought, what do people wear to work? I don't have a clue. My dad says, you can have my shoes, son. He gave me this pair of brune, pointed shoes with nail no leather left on the top, about three sizes too big. The very first day in the training center, Ian, we were invited to watch the football halftime. Have you ever tried to walk to your work with your feet nine inches behind you? So nobody could see your shoes are too long. Nobody could see the, your feet. You just you just don't feel you fit in. You're up to scratch. And then standing watching the football like that, boys, you know, hiding your feet. Because... The good Lord had not invented Adidas yet. But I want to encourage you guys. If you've been walking, you know, with your corset too tight or your lumbago or whatever, change your posture. You're a royal child of royal king. The king's fighting for you. The king's fighting for you. And yes, you're hanging by a thread, but it's the best thread. It's the blood of Jesus. It's the bread of his presence. So next time, so every time we break bread, or how come we not have time for it today, but it connects you with the two most important things in the Bible, the bread of his presence and the crimson thread. Clara, I started preaching and you were not even a, a, a glimpse in your daddy's eyeballs. But the crimson thread was at work. Because one day a wee woman for Dundee appeared in this building. I know the truth. She didn't come for Jesus. She was hunting for a man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Lindsay. And Aaron was preaching, but I know the truth. His real agenda was he's hunting for a woman. But, guys. God's bigger than all that. He knows all that. The Crimson Thread was at work in Dundee and Dunfermline and in the vine Church and he's at work in your life and your life and your life and if you will just come to the Crimson King and hang on to his blood once more, that blood all through the Bible, every time it, was, it had to be a blood sacrifice, I promise you there's enough in the blood of Jesus. In the crimson thread to take care of you and everybody else and more so. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm still not warm enough. So, boys, show us how it's it done. Stand up, everybody. Please, if you don't mind, the boys are going to show you what real clapping looks like when the pars win 4 now. Right, give us 60 seconds. Clap, boys. Come on. Come on, boys. That's it. That's it. Louder! Louder! Amen.